Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back, everybody, to another regularly scheduled episode of Agents of Mace. Today we're talking about episode five, the internet breaker of Hawkeye, um, in which I feel like something at the very beginning and something at the very end were super internet breaking, and everything in between, <laughs> they, in between there was fun to watch, and I really enjoyed it, but I... Was ex- I kept expecting something big to happen, and again, it was just the very beginning and the very end where things happened, where I was like, whoa, but they were also kind of like we kind of thought that we were going to get those. Um, so I guess my first impressions of this episode were it was a lot of fun. Some questions were answered which always leads to more questions. And now I feel like everyone is required to go see Spider-Man. So those are my first thoughts. How about you guys? Very informative. I don't know. This was yeah. This was like an information that was just uh, giving you a lot of information, doing a lot of setup. I had to like watch this on my phone, like just because of a busy day. So like, I had downloaded it just to ensure I could watch it. And I, for some reason, I was expecting this to be a longer episode. Like, there's there's this, and we only have this one and one more. So. I was hoping they'd be a little bit longer to like really fill in all the gaps, but this, this one just the felt shortest like it, one, right? It's, it's like only 44 minutes. minutes. Oh, I thought it was 44 minutes. I don't know. Why? Well, if you count like the credits and stuff, I think like, the yeah, episode, so maybe yeah, the episode like... itself was short. Yeah. Cause it felt like it went by pretty quickly, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. 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 The last. <laughs> <oof>. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. How about you, Elisa? I, um, I thought it had a lot of fun moments. Uh, I maybe just because we talked about it so much that the big 
reveal at the end, I was just like, okay. <laughs> so it didn't, to me, it didn't feel like an internet breaker so much as like a soft internet tapper. And I mean, that's not a criticism against the episode because I really liked watching it. It just didn't feel like a game changer, like a lot of the late series episodes that we've gotten on like WandaVision, Loki, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I still am anxious to see what happens next week. And I think we might be able to sidestep the issue of getting the plots all kind of resolved in the first 20 minutes and then doing the victory lap in the last 30. Uh, this one might, this uh, final might actually be all killer, no filler. Yeah. That's the, that's the, oh, and I have another bold prediction for next week. Ooh, I can't I, wait. Yeah, I was hoping we could do that because I've got, I've got, two, well, I don't really have predictions. It's just like, I've got two thoughts of what I, maybe they're predictions. I don't know. I've got two thoughts I want to talk about for sure. I want all killer, no filler t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we should design those. We, is that going to be our first merch? <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, well, then, yeah, I guess let's just dive right in because, uh. I'm I'm excited to get to what we think is going to happen next week, but I, we got to get through the episode first, I guess. So I, right at the beginning, it kicks off pretty strong uh, with Yelena and kind of we're pre-blip now, or I guess like day of the blip. Um, we get to see a little bit of stuff from Black Widow uh, where she runs in with another freed widow and they tackle this lady to the ground and they spray the red mist in her face to de-brainwash her. But surprise, she's already been de-brainwashed and is just a murderer for hire. So cool. <laughs> uh, and Yelena goes to the bathroom and as she starts to wash her hands, I think by far the coolest blip unblip that we've seen so far where she mm -hmm. like the water hits her hands and then she dissolves and then she reforms and then the room around her changes to five, five years later. And I thought that was really that really cool. <laughs> I had a lot of thoughts around that moment because it gives you a good insight of to what it would be like if you're, someone that went through that. Mm -hmm. So I just started thinking about all the characters we know. Like, so does that mean like Spider-Man would just have reappeared right on that planet and, but he's by himself. Mm -hmm. Like, how would that make you feel like, yeah, just think about like all the things like some people may have been going through when that happened and to be reappear, like, I don't know. That's just wild. Yeah. I think about like, what if you were doing something like embarrassing like what if you what if you were going to the bathroom right and then you blipped out and then you came back and it was somebody else's house and they were in there and you just appeared <laughs> yeah. like well it's you could even go like i mean you could go like pretty dark like what if someone was falling to their doom oh like, yeah I, yeah I, and like, they reappear and they're still falling and you're like oh that sucks i feel like i feel like they had to address that one because people are asking the russos like what if someone was on an airplane do they just mm -hmm. like free fall out of the sky whenever they pop back up and they're like no no everyone's gonna be fine okay yeah and they that just, was their only answer like everyone's gonna be fine they reappear in their seats in that same airplane so 
Yeah, wherever that is. <laughs> and, and someone else's lap. Because <laughs> this is like the first time we've been taken like into a blip, though. We've seen it yeah. happen to others, but this is the first time we've been with a character when it happened to them and followed it from their perspective. Mm-hmm. So that was super interesting. For a second, I didn't know what was happening. I was like, what? What? <laughs> It took me an embarrassing amount of time to connect that she got blipped. <laughs> I, I like, oh, oh. <laughs> I also, you know, along the lines of it explaining, you know, firsthand account of what it's like to be blipped and unblipped, uh, this also kind of dives into some other things that, like, I, this is one of those things where it answered a question, but then it also made another question which was so she she unblips and she goes out and the same lady still lives there but now she's married and she's adopted a daughter which okay makes sense she was a widow so she's mm-hmm. sterile so she couldn't have a child mm-hmm. so she adopted a child well i'm assuming that she adopted a child that was stranded because of the blip right but now that child's parents are back so how does that work? Was it like that, a five-year babysitting plan? And then these people are back now and they're going to get their child back? Or like, does the child stay with this lady and her husband? Like, that's like a whole can of worms that like, I feel oh. like they they explained something, but then made a bigger question of like, well, hold on, what happens now? Because that's... That's a big deal. <laughs> yep. So uh, I mean, we don't know that's where she got the kid. Yeah, true. But yeah. it's a it's a fair assumption, and it does ask that question: like, what happened? Mm-hmm. If we're seeing Gosh. like the darker side of the the outcome of the blip, where I feel like the last time, like in Endgame, when everybody gets blipped back. It's like, oh, thank goodness. Like, oh, everyone's back. It's like a relatively happy moment. Uh, And then what we've kind of seen through these Marvel series is sort of like the other side of that coin where like we had the Flag Smashers uh, in Falcon and Winter Soldier who were like, no, we don't need all these people back. Then we see like the Thanos is right stuff throughout Mm -hmm. Hawkeye. And it's just like, there's a lot, there's a lot of like political tension, if you will, going on with like the regular world, but these theories are still like focused on the supers and the heroes and how they're dealing with stuff. But then there's all these like, I don't know, these like darker deeper issues happening with like regular people in their day-to-day lives that is interesting that now we're seeing a little bit more of that Mm -hmm. uh, and how it's like affecting the world as opposed to how it's affecting just the avengers yeah and you've got uh falcon slash the new captain america like swooping in telling everybody to do better like my dude everything (laughs) is very very different now nobody knows how to do that Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm I wonder if that's something that they will... I'm sure it'll continue to be explored in the future shows and movies, but I wonder if that's something that they're going to very specifically show in the next Captain America movie. Yeah, Yeah. I'd be be cool with that. Um, Thinking a lot along, like, 
an idea that Holland like uh, sent out for a new take on superhero on on a superhero movie. This could fall in line with that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it it it's what Marvel does best, where they take something like a comic book superhero mm-hmm. and make them fit into a non comic book world without it seem without it being too far removed from reality, right? Like mm-hmm. the majority of the issues that they face are issues that normal people would face. Tony Stark is a alcoholic. He just is also crazy smart and a billionaire, trillionaire, and he built a robot suit to save yeah. people. But he still struggles with this other real world problem. So like what if we could get a Marvel film in the style of like my dinner with Andre where it's just them <gasps> sitting down over dinner talking about their problems and all life. of it right now please <laughs> wait 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 who's uh which two characters do we want in the my dinner with Andre Marvel movie well, that's a oh that's a good point like do we want two characters or we don't want like a round table with all of them <laughs> yeah I think we need really... like a one character that's there throughout the whole thing and then other people kind of like cycle into this dinner. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, or maybe it could be like a series and each one is just <laughs> two different ones sitting down. It's like instead of like uh, comedians and cars getting coffee, it'd be like <laughs> superheroes in cars with problems. <laughs> superheroes on a bus getting frappuccinos. <laughs> Oh, but then would it be great if it was like some of the weird ones or like a weird combo? Like if it was just like the collector and Steve Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> just swapping stories. They don't have much in common, but they make it work. Well, like, yeah, and they don't know that, you know. Groot and Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> that feel like you pretty one sided. <laughs> oh goodness. Um well, moving forward a tiny bit in the episode. Uh, we get the Hawkeye logo, but no arrows. Uh, so simple, so clean. I was, I kept waiting okay, for quest- the arrows. But question on this one, because I feel like this one plays tricks when you look at it. Is like the the arrow and the H like extending outward, or is it just one of those illusions of like if you just stare at it, you think it is? <laughs> I think I think it's an illusion. I think it's the yeah the way that it's angled already. It makes it seem like that. Yeah, but because I thought that too with even the one where the arrows hit it, I thought it was like mm-hmm. I was like, is it moving? And I was like, no, nah, I think the arrows just yeah. hit it. But I, I actually rewound and watched this three times because <laughs> I kept thinking that maybe because I was watching it on my phone, so I was like, maybe my phone is like glitching or like I'm losing signal or something, and so like I just missed the arrows, but like where the arrows aren't there, mm-hmm. so. I wrote it down as like something to look up like, oh, is this on purpose or like what's what's the meaning of this? Uh, <laughs> the meaning that I found is pretty straightforward, but it's also like a theory, I guess, mm-hmm. that uh, the episodes where we don't get the arrows in the Hawkeye logo are episodes that don't focus on Clint and mm. Kate's uh, like partnership. So the reason that we didn't get we didn't get the Hawkeye logo in episode two was because 
it was about uh, Kate, but not Clint. And the reason we didn't get the arrow in episode three was because it was about Echo. And the reason we didn't get the, the arrow in this episode is because it's not necessarily an episode about Clint and Kate's partnership. It's like an episode about Yelena. <laughs> so. And Clint, doesn't he mostly use a sword in this episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kate's the only one that shoots an arrow in this episode, I think. Well, I guess he mm -hmm. technically shoots an arrow. We just don't see him shoot the arrow. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, um, but I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, okay. This little mini logo that I've just been excited to see every time because I think it's cool, like, actually has a meaning. <laughs> uh, well, this episode does pick up, like, immediately after the last episode, so... Kate gets home. She's kind of beat up from her fight with Elena. Um, I thought that it was funny that her mom was doing, like putting Neosporin on her face and <laughs> cleaning her wounds and then putting a Band-Aid on. And I fully expected Kate to correct her Band-Aid placement technique. Um, but she did not. So I was like, oh, didn't he just literally just tell you the reason that you're supposed to put Band-Aids on this way? So, okay, whatever, I guess that flew out the window. Um, <laughs> but I did I did think that was funny. Uh, we also, uh, we get to see her old bedroom. Mm -hmm. uh, and there is a comic book picture of Hawkeye on a poster in her bedroom. And so I was like, oh, that's a funny little detail. Like, uh, that was the reason she got into archery. So it's mm -hmm. cool to see like this. Com I like the, the idea that comic books in this universe are based on loosely based on facts sort of like in logan right like there's all the x-men comics and he's like well, mm -hmm. that's not really how it happened and it's like yeah well, that's cool though you're like explaining that like well, these comic books exist right <laughs> the part that stood out to me the most in uh the scene whenever she's at home is whenever her mom is like helping her out and like doing the poorly done band-aid and everything <laughs> she tells her that she's the only thing that she cares about and i was like aren't you engaged like to mm -hmm. a totally other person i would think that that would amount to some amount of like care concern affection and i don't know if it was a slip or what was happening there um it could be that mama bishop is just totally playing everybody or maybe she's lying i don't know she's she's up to something yeah yeah especially because uh, a little bit later in the episode um kate explains to her what she and clint were doing mm -hmm. and then uh mama bishop uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh calls the police to arrest jack and there's a weird like jack is just like oh haha -ha. It's all a misunderstanding. I'm being framed. I'll be back in a couple days. Don't worry. And and nobody says anything. Like, neither Kate nor her mom are like, no, like, you're evil. Get out. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, there's, there's literally no sign from either of them that he won't be coming back or that they don't mm -hmm. want him back. It is like, maybe she's, partnering with him and i mean we do see something at the end of this episode which we'll get to which is kind mm -hmm. of like hmm but i don't know what role jack has like whether he is i'm leaning towards like he may not have a huge role 
Yeah. I was he's thinking just, maybe he's like trying to start, he's trying to like take the mantle or something. Could see that, yeah. But, mate. I think this is just what it's like whenever rich people get arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Like, this is going to be just fine, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I will be back tomorrow. Let me get my checkbook. <laughs> uh, we do get the uh, the grills and Clint roommate situation, uh, which uh, I think we talked about in whatever the second episode um, that he was his neighbor, mm-hmm. and I think they were roommates at one point, and so that that kind of gets jokingly pointed to in this episode where Clint goes to stay with him. Um, and Grills tells him that, hey, I have the, uh, the new costumes for you guys. Do you want to see them? And he goes over and there's two Christmas boxes that are wrapped <laughs> with bows on a table. And Clint's like, no, not right now. And I was like, oh, God, we're so <laughs> close. We're so close to just seeing them. So That's, they gotta, they gotta wait for the finale for that. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be like the last scene. Uh, but that was just fun. Um, now is... Is it going to be the purple suit? Because I know like in the little teasers, we've seen images and like short little clips of him in like a purple suit. I'm wondering if we're going to get that or if it's going to be something that's just like made for those teasers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I think it. I think if they're going to do it, they're going to make him a comic book accurate suit Mm -hmm. and he's going to wear it. But complain about it and then you probably <laughs> won't ever see it again i think it'll yeah. just be like a gag that they're building up to pay off at the end of the next episode um only because like we've seen kate's doodle of it and she really was pushing for him to get this new suit so i'm like yeah. I, it has to be like just a funny nod to the comic book suit could be like wandavision style and he's gonna be like you know i appreciate it but i'm good yeah, I've got yeah. something. <laughs> It'll either be that or it will be like the new Hawkeye suit where it's like it's almost like a Deadpool-esque design where it's like mm. purple in the middle with black sleeves and he's got glasses. Yeah. I feel may- maybe it'll look like that. <laughs> I don't know. One more weekend we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we get this fun scene with Yelena where she's waiting for Kate in her apartment and I immediately remembered how much I loved Yelena's character. (laughs) She's just so funny. Uh, But she says something that I had to look up. And like, I don't think that it's a spoiler, but it's another one of those things that makes me like excited to go see Spider-Man. She mentions the new Statue of Liberty. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, did that happen? Was there a new Statue of Liberty in a movie and I just missed it? So I looked it up and they were like, oh, it's the new Statue of Liberty scene in No Way Home. And I was like, mm-hmm. that movie's not even out yet. What? Like, we're already plugging stuff from it. And uh, so it's Statue of Liberty and she has Captain America's shield for, for anyone that hasn't seen it yet. Um, but this is like another moment where i'm like oh my gosh we've already (laughs) seen now the rogers the musical uh stuff 
being advertised in Spider-Man, which we saw in episode one of Hawkeye. And now we're getting this reference to the new statue, which is in Spider-Man. So like this next episode has to tie into Spider-Man somehow, whether it's like the episode ends with like a riff and these villains coming through or like, even if they're on the other side of New York and something happens, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think there's a big fight going on north of us, but we're dealing with our own thing. Like, I don't know, but like to really tie in these two Mm -hmm. movies together with time as far as like when they're happening so i don't know i i honestly have (laughs) no clue what the next episode holds (laughs) other than some sort of wrap-up for just they could definitely go in a couple of different routes Mm -hmm. um so uh, since we're talking about like this the the yelena and kate have either of you watched malcolm emory on netflix Mm-mm. Okay, we can talk about it after then. I don't want to spoil anything. There's a, there's a very specific thing I wanted to talk about, but we can talk it after. Um, this does have a cute little callback to Black Widow. Whenever uh, she says that her dad always yeah. told her that macaroni was good, it was good for you. Um, and uh, this scene was great. These actresses have got such awesome chemistry with each other and played off each other so well. Like the way that Haley Steinfeld delivered that line after Elena offers her the mac and cheese and she's like, I know what box mac and cheese tastes like. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I wish that there was like a side story that was just Kate and Elena. Like as much as I like Kate and Hawkeye's mm-hmm. sort of partnership, it's more like a mentor mentee where I feel like Kate and Elena would be more of like a witty comedy yeah. duo <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's really one of the biggest questions is could we get that or is it gonna be maya and yelena that's i think like it's the big one i just i don't see kate being the one that goes to work for the contessa and yeah and there is a moment so well let's let's push on through the story because there is a a big moment for me in this episode that i was like, oh, hold on, hold the phone. Maybe something different is happening than I was anticipating. But basically, well, before we move too far, in Kate's room, back to her bedroom, there's a decorative boomerang on the wall. So I'm just going to point out boomerangs as many times as I see them until they <laughs> give us a boomerang arrow. So boomerang note. That would be incredible if we actually get that in the in the final episode i think i mean they're, they're teasing it they're, the only thing is like who's, so who's gonna make it or is it something that's already made and they just happen to find it i think kate is gonna make it and i think it's gonna be like her first trick arrow okay that'd be cool that would uh be cool. she's also practicing the coin flip <laughs> yeah trick right uh she's practicing Sorry. that so like that's got to pay off at some point right like kate has to be in a situation where she can only save somebody by flicking a coin and I don't that that's going to happen in the next episode. Um be cool. Or it's going to be a very comical moment. <laughs> uh I want to talk about the phone call that Clint has with Laura, but I think mm-hmm. does that happen before or after no. 
that's before he puts on the suit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. then let's talk about that first because the suit part is something I want to talk about. But um, this call was interesting because, like, again, we're getting these notions that, like, Laura knows, either knows more than she's letting on or that we know she knows or has been a part of stuff in the past. Um, and I actually saw that there's a fan theory out there that Laura is Mockingbird. Uh, because in the comics, Clint and Mockingbird are married, so it would kind of make sense. And this kind of goes back to the watch thing. And I was like, oh, what if the watch is Mockingbird's watch? And it's like, well, maybe that's why she knows about the watch. It's her watch. And if it falls into the wrong hands, someone will find out that she's Mockingbird and then hunt them down, and Clint doesn't want that. Like, that's his whole thing, is he doesn't want anyone to come after his family. That's why they live, like, out in the middle of nowhere and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is this thread <laughs> is getting really neatly bow-tied for me right now that maybe Laura is Mockingbird, and mm-hmm. it's not a character that we'll ever see doing something like being mm-hmm. mockingbird but it'll be like more of like a reference to the comics and like a backstory for why she and clint are together but i thought that it was seems really yeah it seems like that's what they're uh trying to hint at in uh past several episodes and like part of me likes it because it does kind of fit like why would they live so far away from everybody else but I'm also kind of, like, sad because one of the things that I always loved about Clint is that he had this, like, nice, normal life totally far away from the Avengers. Um, and now we're learning that maybe it's not so normal. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's cool. Again, totally tracks. Mm-hmm. I think if the next episode ends with... Uh, I think I had mentioned last time we did one of these that I think the last episode may end with a fight at Clint's house. And it would be interesting if maybe his kids know some moves because he and Laura taught them stuff. Sure. So it'd be, it'd that, be interesting to see that. Yeah. Doesn't make sense, yeah. He was showing the girl how to shoot the bow and arrow in mm-hmm. Endgame. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> uh, well... There's a moment where Clint realizes that he needs to kind of like hurry up and wrap all this stuff up. Um, so he goes and he visits uh, like a memorial for the Avengers uh, where they saved New York, which like I thought was cool. But it's also like they, I feel like the blip and Thanos were such like a bigger deal that it's weird that he went to where the Avengers saved New York. Like, it's weird that Mm -hmm. that's the memorial he went to, to talk to Nat when like she didn't die during that. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought, whatever, maybe that was just like a, look, there's a memorial. Remember Avengers? But he basically decides he's going to put back on the Ronin suit and he puts back on the Ronin suit and he goes and he, murders the tracksuit mafia like i don't i don't i don't know if he's like he put on the suit but he's not killing people or he put on the suit because he's like nope i gotta 
clean this up nice and tidy and he takes them all out like we don't see any of them again other than mm-hmm. knock off kit harrington mm-hmm. so i don't know did he kill them i mean this was like a a big turning moment for him to put on the suit only to basically put maya in a position where then he could take off the the right. hood and show his face and say leave me alone yeah essentially that makes um, sense if he killed uh, the tracksuit mafia because they'd be like her henchmen and he mm-hmm. wants her to not come mm-hmm. for his family. So leaving her kind of incapacitated in that way, I mean, yeah, I can see why he would do it, but it also seems kind of vicious since he's trying to step away from that Ronin identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well, Especially since they're so goofy. They don't seem like that big of a threat. Yeah, at all. That's why I was like... The Royal bombs. that's what they are. <laughs> It's weird to me that he put on the Ronin suit to do that. Like, I just didn't really understand that. The reason behind that. Like, he could have easily just shown up and been like, hey, I lied to you earlier. I'm the Ronin. Yeah. But leave me alone. I don't know. if. Well, I, you know, there was a, such a big moment where he was trying to to kind of like expressed to to Maya that like look we're the same mm-hmm. we're basically trained assassins and this we deal with the same issue and that's with rage like mm-hmm. when when we deal with rage we just can't be stopped mm-hmm. and i i feel like the whole point of the suit was to really build up her rage and get her in that position to where like when he unmasked himself like she'll she'll focus and listen to what he's saying which Going into that whole moment, I'm curious to see, like, if he was actually giving names, but, you know, because, like, he doesn't know sign very well and she had to read his lips, if they're kind of, like, keeping, Yeah, because we missed, (laughs) there were ellipses in places that it was, like, clear she didn't catch whatever he was saying right there, so, yeah. I mean, I know we talked about this after episode two, uh... Where like you know were we gonna going to get Echo flipping in this series or was mm-hmm. it gonna be more like she was a villain throughout the series and that was it? Mm-hmm. But you know we we've, we've gotten to the point now where Clint basically told her like Kingpin sent me to kill your dad mm-hmm. in in a more elegant Hawkeye way he said that but that's that's the gist of what he told her and she now is having to deal with that Mm -hmm. uh she also you know after the scene ends she basically confronts I can't remember his name I literally have called him discount Kit Harrington so many times uh the clown yeah Kazi Kazi uh, this is gonna be uh former merch ideas as well guys (laughs) (laughs) Uh, after that she confronts him about like hey where were you during that meeting why weren't you at that meeting and he's like oh i just didn't get the call like why are you asking me this and she's like no reason and it's like okay this is this is the turning moment for her now echo is going to turn and be a air quotes good guy Mm -hmm. um and i think you know, that leads me to believe she's going to be the one that the Contessa comes to get at the end of the series. 
But this scene made me rethink that because when Kate jumps in to save Clint from being stabbed at the end of the fight, basically, because Clint kind of puts his guard down, Maya steals mm-hmm. his sword, knocks him down, and it's going to kill him. Kate shoots the sword out of her hand. And then Kate draws another arrow and is aiming at her. And I was like, <laughs> is Kate to the point where like she's leaning a little more Ronin than mm-hmm. Hawkeye? And so like maybe Kate would be the one that Contessa comes for because like the Dark Avengers seem to be like, you're mm-hmm. going to protect people by any means necessary mm-hmm. as opposed to you're going to protect people, but you can't kill people. So I don't know, but I also feel like Maya is already like set up to be a more hardened criminal yeah. that is really yeah. only going to turn on Kingpin because he's the one that put the hit out on her dad. Right. I feel like it's going to be uh, Echo with Dark Avengers, Kate with Young Avengers, and I guess Yelena also Dark Avengers. Mm-hmm. Even though she and Kate are like basically the same age, sort of. <laughs> yeah because well, of the blip because of the blip <laughs> yeah yeah well and we we did see contessa confront yelena but it the way that she confronted yelena was that hawkeye killed mm-hmm. or clint killed natasha so like i don't know if that was her recruiting yelena or like trying to stir the pot i mean i guess we'll eventually find out i don't know but i don't know i thought that 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 whole scene was interesting. Um, this might be a good time for me to make my bold prediction for next week. Oh, do it. Let's hear it. Go for it. I think we're going to see Fozzie in the clown makeup. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I think that now he's kind of tipped his hand. Like, he's an actual bad guy. Mm-hmm. A cute one, but he's a bad guy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so next week he's going to go, like, full devil clown. Do you think he's going to he's going to put the makeup on or do you think it's going to be a situation where he and Maya are fighting and she flips like a can of paint at him and the paint gets on his face and it'll be it's more like, like a visual nod splatters just in the right place <laughs> I hope he would put it on like take some pride in his appearance for his very first outing as the clown <laughs> I would hope uh well, yeah, basically after that, um, we kind of get to the end of the episode. Because like you said, it was a it was a shorter episode. Um, yeah. But something incredibly, incredibly huge happens, which I'm honestly surprised that we got this appearance before we got the announced appearance. But I think that mm-hmm. that may be going back to kind of what you said a while ago Luke that mm-hmm. that uh we think Charlie is going to show up in Spider-Man um well maybe who knows I've got we'll get to my potentially we'll get to my predictions here in just a second cuz we're almost <laughs> done with the episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but and and I think this was you know lending credence to kind of what we all said at the beginning was that like this was a big moment that we all saw coming. So 
it didn't seem as big when it happened, but only because like we were all like, yeah, we think this is going to happen. Um, but Kate shows Clint her phone with a picture and says, who is this with my mom? And boy, oh boy, <laughs> the whole time I was like, we're not going to see. They're not going to show us the picture. He's just going to say like, that's Kingpin. And then the episode's going to end. But nope, we see the picture and there is a very, very blurry, distorted picture of who I assumed was Vincent D'Onofrio. Yep. Um, but then I had to stick around and watch the credits to double check because I was like, well, why did they... The picture is very clearly Kate's mom. It's like half of the picture is in HD and the other half of the picture is in like <laughs> four, blur vision. Whatever, 140, yeah. So I was like, this is so weird. Like, are they really not going to tell us who's playing Kingpin? But then watching the credits, sure enough, our boy, Vincent D'Onofrio, he's oh, back yeah. from Daredevil. He's back. He, he is, back. is, he is here. officially the MCU's uh, Kingpin, which so many, so many doors are now wide open for them to pull from the Netflix series. Oh, yeah. Real quick before before that, this kind of seems like it's breaking like what, what we saw like at the end of Black Widow, but Yelena is saying that Eleanor Bishop hired her to kill Clint. Mm-hmm. But wasn't she kind of already on this mission to do that? Why would she really need to be hired? Right? Yeah. That Unless seems a little Eleanor, weird. Maybe Eleanor works for or is over Contessa? Maybe. Like Bishop Securities is some cover yeah. for something bigger that or uh, i mean we could find out that maybe the contessa sent like basically knew that she was pointing yelena mm-hmm. on this path and then went to mm-hmm. the bishops and said hey do you have a hawkeye problem i have a hawkeye yeah. solution yeah yeah but why does mama bishop want him dead aside from him uh maybe endangering her daughter but it seems like it seems like Yelena was hired before all this happened mm-hmm. it right, seems right. that way so what what's mama bishop's beef yeah i feel like maybe it is like out of a place of good intent like she wants to protect kate so much that she's willing to have Clint killed so that Kate won't mm-hmm. get caught up in that. Yeah. I mean, or if she's tied up with Kingpin, then maybe they're just trying to get rid of witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. This seems like a very big question to answer. And I'm like, I hope we get at least, a, I hope we get an hour and a half, half finale. <laughs> like, I don't want everything to be rushed. Cause it just seems like there's a lot of little pieces sprinkled throughout this these five mm-hmm. episodes where we really needed to tie together very nicely. Mm-hmm. It'll be 30 minutes and 15 minutes of it will be Christmas caroling. <laughs> Do you think that Kate's mom killed her dad? Like murder by dropping the house on him? 
I mean, we didn't really see him. Yeah, die. see, that's the other thing. And exactly, she wasn't. We never saw her either during the right. situation. So it was just like the house was falling apart, and then all of a sudden they were at a funeral. Yeah, yeah. And she could have never saw a body. So <laughs> maybe she just took advantage of <laughs> of the Chitauri coming. Oh, Drew's gone. Oh, sorry. Am I messing this up? You left. Like, oh. you're wearing... It's Drew, we're scared. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's so dark in here, Drew. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, uh, I kind of feel like she is more nefarious than we think. And that maybe she did... Because we don't really know what they were arguing about. I mean, they said that, like, oh, we need to move. Like, he wanted to sell that apartment or whatever they were living in. But, like, I feel like there had to be something else there. Like, maybe her dad uncovered some unscrupulous things that she was Mm -hmm. doing with Bishop Security. And he confronted her about it. And he was like, we need to sell this property because maybe Kingpin owned it or something. Like... May, yeah, there it's, being um, some. If she's try, if she was trying to do deals with Kingpin very early on, and he was like, "No, we're not working with him." Mm-hmm. But you know, Kingpin was probably like, "I'll give you all this money, and you'll get mm-hmm. a little bit of power, and you just got to do this for me." And yeah, yeah. We so. should have known that Kate's mom is evil because she has the standard evil lady haircut. <laughs> It's the sleek bob that's yeah. always like yeah. sophisticated evil. Mm-hmm. And she has those like evil uh, dresses too. Oh, yes. You know, they're they're like always so flowy <laughs> and straight and yeah. It's weirdly angular. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> to show that she's evil. <laughs> and red. But it looks great. Again, this could just be how rich people are. <laughs> could be. Well, we wouldn't know. All right. So let's go through what we what what are we expecting for the finale here? I think we're going to get Kate putting her mom in jail, Yelena and Clint hashing it out and being on better terms. Spider-Man showing up somewhere <laughs> and a fight with Kingpin. I'm just going to say it. A fight with Kingpin at Clint's house because he has the watch and he knows where Mockingbird is. Wow. Yeah. I think all that is accurate but no Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't know about Spider-Man. <laughs> He's going to be there. We're going to get Tobey Maguire Spider-Man <laughs> in the last episode of this. Oh, goodness. I, I, th- I feel like we're going to get a moment where Clint and Yelena will confront again. Clint's going to try to talk with Yelena and, and say, look, look, this is what really happened. Mm-hmm. But Yelena's probably going to struggle with that. And I feel like that's going to push her to still stay on the side against him and, and working more with like the Avengers and, Mm-hmm. And that route, I th- I feel like that's what we're gonna get happening is we're gonna see a lot of butting heads there. Um, we'll probably get some 
in depth around Eleanor Bishop and what she's been up to and what led her to be with Kingpin for sure. I think ultimately what this episode, this final episode is going to set up is that we're now in Kingpin's world. Mm -hmm. Kingpin is top dog. He is man in charge. He's like a big baddie that we got to figure out how to take down. Mm -hmm. So what is that going to lead to? I think it would be really fun if at the end, maybe they do have a fight. Maybe they do have a fight at Clint's house, but maybe the fight just kind of ends. Like they realize like we're equal, like we need reinforcements or we got, this is going to be a bigger battle than Mm -hmm. just this. And maybe Clint's like, look, I got to take care of my family, but maybe he tells Kate, I've got a contact for you. You got to go to Hill's kitchen and it sets up bringing, yeah, bringing daredevil into play. So maybe instead of, because I started thinking as well of like, could we go West coast Avengers? Is it going to end up being something of like, Kate needs to leave New York and it could set up for like a Shang Shang Chi Mm -hmm. connection. But now I'm leaning toward if they're going to set this up as Kingpin's world, it makes sense to try to like get her to meet with daredevil and bring him into this. And then the other side of things is like, we'll probably see Contessa again in some way, but I could see Yelena will get with Maya at some point and Elena will bring Maya in and maybe she'll introduce him to like us agents. We'll get to see us agent again. Yeah. And Maya may just be like asking like, how many are you? And we just see him like <laughs> smile or something like he's got, like there's now a team, yeah. but we just don't know who all is part of it. I'm down for that. I, yeah, I think it would be really cool to see him again only because like, like that would be the post. Yeah. I feel like that could be a cool post credit scene. Mm hmm. I definitely agree. And well, speaking of post credit scenes, I mean, and and or could we see? Uh, can't think of her name anymore. <laughs> From uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, Sharon. Sharon, could we see oh. Sharon again? Uh, I feel like they're making Sharon. They're gonna let her kind of like grow her army, and she's gonna come in in one of these other series. Maybe, yeah. maybe West Coast Avengers. She'll show up mm-hmm. because Madripoor would be closer to Los Angeles than New York. So like maybe she will be the kingpin of the West coast. Um, but kind of building on uh, your, your theory of kingpins universe. I mean, the last thing that we see at the end of the animated credits in this episode is a giant kingpin <laughs> silhouette behind oh my goodness, the city. That. And I was like, Oh man. Oh so, like, yeah. I, we're when not I, getting we're not getting like kingpin origins. We're getting like kingpin is kingpin. Yeah, he is a big bad dude. Yeah. So. So I, I feel I know a lot of people want to know like is there are we going to get any clue to that? His story from the Netflix series is still kind of there and it's carrying over, and they'll hint at it enough to know like okay. We mm-hmm. we get if you've seen that series, you're gonna understand Kingpin and like you already know him. Or will they kind of have to reintroduce him in some way? Like it's the same actor playing the same yeah. person. It's just gonna be a slightly different. I hope that they do kind of stick with the storyline. I could do without yeah. the defenders being a part of sure, it because yeah. I think that. I mean, the door is open for them to bring in 
all these other characters oh, that yeah, they've already course. established. But yeah, but I think that it's too many to to bring in all at once. So, what if Jessica Jones just shows? <laughs> I yeah, like, that's anyone could like Luke Cage could be like yeah, and that's, that's what I feel like. It's like too many to bring in all at once. So they're kind of sprinkling them in one at a time. Yeah. So I think as long as we just avoid going too deep into that storyline and it's more like they're we're just supposed to be like kingpin is scary and he's bad yeah and we know it as opposed to kingpin is bad because this 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 yeah. happened so we could even get like foggy or like there could be some set up there that will, I, I i'm feeling stronger that we will get a nod or an or like a cliffhanger that we're about to get daredevil mm-hmm yeah. I mean he's he's definitely he has to show up in in uh She-Hulk. I mean mm-hmm. it's literally a show about a lawyer. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Like I mean he yeah. it, I think that or it'll set up She-Hulk the, or it'll do that. I yeah. don't know. Like they could do I that mean, as that's well. That's one of the next ones, so Yeah. 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 Any last thoughts I guess on uh on this episode, then? I hope they go to the Rockefeller Plaza tree next week. <laughs> yeah, but what if they knock it down? All the better. <laughs> How, yeah. Surely that's not in the budget. Surely that's not in the budget. The f- This final episode needs to be, like, all-out Christmas. As much Christmas as possible. It's going to be a Charlie Brown Christmas special. <laughs> Charlie. Uh. <laughs> oh man. How many how many Christmas little Easter eggs can they throw in? Can we get like the toy shop from like Home Alone 2? <laughs> I want them to throw a clay Rudolph at somebody. That'd be great. Tangentially connected, my husband and I uh we uh were in New York whenever we got engaged and it was right after Christmas or right before New Year's. So this show has kind of reminded me of that, but also the only time I ever felt scared for my life whenever I was there was at the Times Square Disney store. <laughs> it's just like, you can't even walk through it. It's so oh packed with humans. And I was just, I was just trying to get like some Avengers and Beauty and the Beast stuff. That's all <laughs> I wanted. And I almost you and 1600 other people yeah i can imagine yeah 1600 people and their 1800 children which are just oh climbing on everything well uh <laughs> definitely let us know what you think is going to happen next week uh you can reach us on our social media or you can leave a comment on the podcast if you are listening on a platform that allows you to do that uh let us know what you think of our podcast really helps us kind of grow and evolve and uh tell your friends if they like marvel stuff then we got a spot for them so let them join (laughs) the agents of mace uh one thing that i kind of wanted to leave everyone with this week is uh there's another mcu in town right now um I don't know if you all know about this, but owning Disney Plus, uh, you may. There's a new Home Alone movie that has come out recently and been added to Disney Plus. And I have not watched it yet, but I did hear that it apparently 
is in the Kevin McAllister universe. So, uh, you know, I think if you <laughs> want to, want to, uh, if you want to watch a, thumbs down. <laughs> if you want to watch a, uh, side MCU movie, go check out the new, uh, new Disney plus original movie. I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, new home alone just in time for Christmas. And an MCU. Originals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I think on that note, uh, we'll see you all next week for, I mean, all kinds of stuff is happening at the end of this week. <laughs> got Spider-Man coming mm-hmm. out. And then next week, we got the final episode for Hawkeye, uh, including Spider-Man and his appearance in that <laughs> final episode. So. Toby McGuire and his last bow was Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, join us next week. Yeah, another another packed week right before Christmas. It's going to be <laughs> fun. Well, we'll see you all then. Bye. Perfect timing, dog bark. <laughs> <laughs>